Welcome to Awareness to Action, a podcast brought to you by the Northwestern Community Services Board Prevention Department. I'm your host, Casey, a social worker and prevention specialist here in Virginia. Our podcast goal is to promote wellness through conversation, connection, and action. We hope each episode will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to look for ways to get involved in your own community. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Awareness to Action. Our guest today is Kate Gordon. You might recognize that name from hearing it this summer when the James Madison University women's softball team excelled in their first ever World Series trip. The team captured the nation's attention with their heart and their talent, and Kate played an integral role in that success. Kate is now back in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where she serves her community in a multitude of ways and works as a realtor and property manager with Old Dominion Realty. Kate joined us to discuss her time at JMU, her trip to the World Series, the impact that community support has had on her over the years, and her desire to give back to her community now and in the future. I loved talking to Kate, a fellow Duke, about her incredible year and all that awaits her. I think you'll really enjoy this conversation. Kate, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Let's start with you telling our guests a little bit about yourself and the path you've taken to where you are now. All right. Uh, My name is Kate Gordon. I just finished my career at James Madison University, but it all started when I was a kid growing up in um, Page County, specifically in Shenandoah. Um, My parents Well, my dad was still playing, and from what I can remember, I was always at the games. I was trying to chase foul balls. Like, I always loved um, baseball at the time, and then they put me in t-ball, then transitioned to softball. Um, Love that, but I also played other sports, so my parents um, let us really do what we wanted as kids. Um, The only thing was we couldn't quit. They said, if you want it to be done at the end of the season, that's fine, but whatever you do, Um, You have to finish it out, gymnastics, um, dance, soccer, whatever it may be. You have to finish it out. We're not raising quitters. And so I remember one time I was playing soccer and I was like, I don't like running up and down this field. This is a lot of running. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. They're like, nope, you have to finish it. Um, I didn't play soccer after that, but at least we tried it. Like they let us do whatever. So Um, Grew up playing all different sports, did three sports in high school, then I dropped the two, and then eventually I just focused on softball. Um, I think my sophomore year of high school, I made that decision to just play softball because the travel ball gets a little crazy and trying to balance school and three sports was a lot, and I knew I wanted to play college softball. I had just committed to James Madison to play, so I wanted to just focus on that. And then um, my senior year, I, you know, senior year, last year of high school with all your friends. So I played basketball. I enjoyed it. Um, But that's the path I went. I'm glad I took some time off to focus on softball. I think it really paid off. And then um, parts of me sometimes wish I played basketball the whole time. I don't know. It would have changed anything, but that's that's a little bit about that. Then I went to JMU for five years. I got my um, undergrad degree in hospitality management with a business minor, and then I did a year of grad school with the sports and rec leadership program. First of all, go Dukes. 
for our listeners. Uh, both Kate and I went to JMU, so big Madison fans over here. Um, and Kate, this past summer, you went to the Women's College World Series with JMU, which is huge. Um, and the community, it was so cool to see the community be so proud of you and so excited for you. So I want to get into that. But first, I want to talk about your presence on the team last season, because technically, if we hadn't had a pandemic, your time with JMU softball would have already ended before the opportunity to go to the World Series, right? Yep. Okay. So for listeners who aren't familiar, can you explain how your 2020 slash 2021 seasons were adjusted? Yeah. So um, my actual senior year, you know, me um, and the other seniors, we were always counting down like, oh, this is our last morning lift or this is our last fall practice or something like that. When uh, God was like, just kidding. It's not. <laughs> Y'all are going to have another year together. Little do you know. But um, so that was just going as normal. We were having a normal fall. Classes were in person. Then we finally started playing our favorite time of the spring. We're out there. Um, we were in Florida. We're about to have a tournament. And we start seeing stuff all over social media about people getting sick and stuff getting shut down. And we're like, well, this is crazy. And then we went into a practice, I remember, and our coaches kind of disappeared and we saw them behind the fence with the other coach and they were like, all right, girls, um, the tournament's been canceled. We have to go back to Harrisonburg. Um, so everyone was upset. We're kind of like, what in the world's going on? No one really knows anything. Um, we just know what's on social media and, you know, like 90% of that's not true. So no one really knew what was going on. Um, we get on the bus, go back, we get to go shopping. I think they were like, well, I guess we'll just go shopping and we'll, we'll like bus back to Virginia tomorrow. So then it's the next day. I will never forget it. Cause it was Friday the 13th. And I was like, this is the most Friday the 13th I've ever experienced. <laughs> um, and we see that like the Patriot leagues been canceled and all these leagues are getting canceled. And the next thing we know, they're like, okay, season's over. And I'm like, what? My, my season's over. My career is over. Everyone's upset. We, we were just getting started. And it was just so many emotions because that was it. Because NCAA at that point didn't know if we were coming back. So we were just like done. And then we're busing back to Virginia and our air condition goes out. On Friday the 13th, I'm like, what else can go wrong? Are we ever going to make it back? And then, then when we make it back, they're like, okay, everyone leave now. So I was just in my one bedroom apartment, like chilling by myself for forever, it seemed like. Um, but then NCAA said we could come back and it was nowhere near the same experience as my other years because um, the mask and all the protocols and classes were still on online. So it was very strange the last like year and a half of my uh, career was spent on the computer and you form relationships over zoom calls, st stuff like that. So that's super crazy. And then we finally got to play and have a season. It was shortened, but, um, going to the world series just really made it all worth it, made the tears worth it, made the mornings worth it, made the COVID test worth it, made wearing a mask worth it. Um, we had a really great team last year, not just talent wise, but our chemistry was better than any year. So it was just 
a really, I have chills talking about it. It was a really great um, way to end my career and going through the COVID and dealing with all that and then just making it to the World Series and reaching a goal with that group of girls. It was just awesome. So, I mean, it was a huge summer for you and now we're entering into the fall and it, you know, time is going so fast and it feels like that was so long ago, but it really just happened. Um, I'd love for you to talk about the support you received both from the JMU community and the Page County community while you were on the national stage. Yeah. So over my career, I had tons of support um, being 30 minutes from Page County. A lot of my friends came over to watch the games. Um, A lot of my friends went to JMU, so I was able to see them all the time. Their families and even families of people that maybe I didn't go to school with them, their families um, were super supportive. Everybody was always checking in or checking in on my family. Hey, how's Kate doing? Stuff like that. Um, They were keeping me in the loop with my siblings because they're both in school. So I was able to um, hear how they're doing from the community and how proud of my siblings the community is how and like they keep me up to date with my family they're at the games but when we went to the world series it was like a whole nother level um you really felt loved or i really felt loved um from page county and from jmu nation because we're gone we're traveling for like three weeks basically we were gone everybody people were flying out um jamie nation they were flying out people who weren't flying out they shut down um i know my office shut down some days so everybody could watch games i know um restaurants in shenandoah and everything they had the games playing the whole time high schools had the games on so it was really cool um to see all that and then social media this is why it's good um people were able to share what they were doing how to stay connected with jmu and the Dukes, and we were just getting so much support, flooded with love, and JMU was getting um, put on the map. It was so amazing, but the even cooler part was when we got back to Harrisonburg, there were probably, I don't know, a thousand or more people that were at JMU to greet us, and they just told the whole team, we're so proud of you. Y'all were great to follow, keep your heads up. I mean, it was people from Shenandoah, Stanley, Luray, Harrisonburg, um, all over that just came to JMU and to show their support. They're like, we couldn't be there, but we were watching. And it. I still go out. I went to Lowe's the other day and people were like, oh my gosh, I, I loved watching. Like we love JMU and whenever you go anywhere, it's crazy. I, I hope my teammates are feeling that because I know um, people who just wear Jamie softball stuff get asked questions. So I, I think that they're feeling the love too. For anybody listening who is not familiar with JMU, it's a special place and the people, the alumni and the students of JMU are just, in my very biased opinion, the best of the best. And um, yeah, as, as an alum, it was just so thrilling to see first of all all of you succeed but also to see how pumped everybody was and you know folks who maybe didn't even have an interest in softball in the past were suddenly like chatting about it with anyone who would listen myself Mm -hmm. included (laughs) and um it must have I imagine it was really special for you as somebody who 
is also local to the area um, to have received that support because I know, you know, your teammates came to JMU from all over, but you grew up right down the road. And so I don't know. I just imagine that that was really cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, but speaking of the alumni, um, JMU softball alums are, I mean, JMU alums in general are awesome. They will bleed purple until the day they die. Like JMU runs through you. But um, our softball alums, a bunch of them made the trip out. And those girls were such, so fun to just see in the stands cheering us on how proud they were. Because they set the path for us and they set that bar high and they helped us, our team, get to where we did all those years ago. So it was just really cool how proud they were because they know their hard work helped get the program there. Um, so I'm so excited. I've been texting my coach today, actually just asking about how the team's doing and I'm super excited to see where they go um, and be a part of their community that supports them just like others had supported us. That's awesome. And, and we'll talk more about giving back to the community, but you saying that makes me wonder what it's like within the team dynamic to kind of be mentored and invested in by older teammates. And then what it's like for you to turn around and do the same for your younger teammates. Yeah. So I remember um, when, when you first go in as a freshman, it's terrifying. And then as a freshman athlete, it's even more terrifying, intimidating because you're battling for a spot on the softball field. And I still talk to the girls that took me under their wings when I was a freshman and sophomore. Um, we're still really good friends, but they just, everything they said, I just wanted to learn and take all of their knowledge. So one day I can help the freshman, sophomore, underclassmen when they come in. So it is, it's about mentoring and giving back to the program because at JMU, we talk about how important family is. And that's what we are. We're all sisters and we all want the whole program to succeed and to be successful. You have to want to give back. Like you can't be selfish and not care about anybody else. The program wouldn't, wouldn't go as far. So the skills I learned from the upperclassmen when I was there, I was able to pass on to the underclassmen. And then even I had an extra year. So it was super important. And our coaches had said, we were there for the leadership, but we also were mentors for the girls. They were so excited that they were able to learn from us and um, not just how much we do on the field and how hard we work, but just how much we care about everything. Um, and we do tons of community service at JMU. That's one thing I loved because um, without the community and nobody supporting you, who would you, what, like, what would you be doing stuff for? So um, we give back and I actually got to see some of my teammates at the Sunflower Festival um, because they were doing their community service and I was out there spending the day with my mom um, and my fiance. So we were enjoying the festival, but I was so excited to see them giving back and um, being a mentor to those younger girls. I talk to, I talk to them now, like I just had dinner with some of my old teammates and one of the seniors who graduated with me, and then I'm planning to have breakfast with them. Just because our career ended together doesn't mean the friendships don't. And that's what you take with you after all of it's over and you you exit the national stage. You still have your people. That's really beautiful. Yeah. So obviously 
the support that you received this summer was just like on a new level and a new scale for yeah. you, but you're the support that you've received over the years stretches far back. And I know you're quick to name the individuals and community organizations that have contributed to your growth over the years. Um, I just would love for you to tell us about your community involvements growing up and the role that those have played in your current success. Yeah. So, um, I think there's a lot that kids can be involved in, um, in Page County, there's rec, season, rec leagues that go on. Um, I know that there's a new swimming program that just started. I would have loved to do that when I was a kid because swimming's a really great workout and it's super fun. Um, they have different after school activities. You have the Greenway, there's parks to go to. Um, now the community's doing more with like these festivals and um, trying to have stuff for families to go do and kids to go do now. But I was involved in all the rec leagues and then I did um, after school stuff. And even in the school, you have the Christmas programs, you have community service you can do. You can do community service at churches and through that stuff. So there's so much. And my mom is super involved in the community and she loves giving back. And I think that's where it comes from for me, where that stems because um, she really tried to have all of us, even my brother and sister involved in as much as we can be because you just learn the importance of helping people. So through everything, I saw how my parents were working my siblings are young, so sometimes friends' parents had to take me places or teachers maybe had to stay an extra 10, 15 minutes, whatever, until our families can get there. And I just really saw how the community and people in it were eager to say, I'll help you. I'll do this. So it makes it easier on you. So growing up and seeing that in Page County, just I kept that mindset at JMU, like to pass it forward or to hold the doors, you know, at JMU, everybody loves to hold the doors. So it's kind of like that growing up, people were so easy to say, yes, I'll help you. Um, why not? They did that to my family and make it easier on them and on us. Why not just give back that same way? But I think the rec leagues are super important. You make friendships there. I'm still friends with girls. I'm coaching a 10U team right now with one of my friends. We played, um, it was high school ball together and some travel ball. So like you take those friendships that you form at a young age playing rec soccer, rec basketball, whatever it may be. I think there's pickleball around here too. I've heard, I mean, you can do all sorts of stuff and then you take those friendships forever. I love that perspective, Kate. And I'm glad that you mentioned both your family and the community's involvement. I want to touch on both of those things. First, for our, our ardent fans who have been listening to this podcast since the beginning, Kate's mom, Megan Gordon, was, I think like our third or fourth guest. Um, if anyone wants to go back and listen to that episode, she talked about um, community engagement in schools. Um, Megan and Eric Benson did a, an episode together. So I'm a huge fan of Megan and mm -hmm. um, it's fun that we get to have <laughs> two Gordon girls on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so we already know that your mom's amazing and um, that your family's engagement and involvement formed you. And we talk about that all the time on this podcast, how crucial it is to have involved adults in a child's life, how important that is for development. But we also talk a lot about community parenting and how that support can come from places outside of the home and should come from places outside of the home that we really do best when, you know, that 
that love and support is in the home, but also um, being added to by the community. So um, it's nice to hear you talk about that. Yeah, of course. Um, I know how important community is to me, but also my teammates, they were hours away from their families. And even though via phone calls, via text, they're being told how proud they are. It's really nice. I knew that they loved it and it really boosted their confidence. And they were, they believed in themselves more when people in the community came up to say, I'm proud of you, or thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for doing X, Y, Z. And I just saw my teammates' faces light up because not just their family members were proud of them, but also the community, the environment that they're in as well. It's so easy to like, play it cool and not share that excitement or that support. But when does it ever hurt (laughs) to say like, Hey, I'm rooting for you or, Hey, I'm really invested in this and I'm excited for you. I feel like that that's never bad. It's, it's always a beautiful thing. I think it's great to tell people. I try to tell people all the time. Like if something I see a success on social media, I, I try to send an email or a text, just something, a little reminder And that goes a long way because they might not have heard somebody say that they're proud of them or they might not think you are. So just hearing that um, from someone different, it can just give someone the confidence that they need to start a new career, to be the person they want to be or to be have confidence in themselves. So I think there's never a wrong time to tell someone that you're proud of them. Absolutely. Could not agree more. Um, So you've already talked a little bit about what community service means to you, but I'm wondering how all the ways you've been supported over the years, your own recent experiences on the national stage and your particular strengths and talents, how are you using those to give back to your community now? What do you hope that will look like in the future? Yeah. So, um, I love people. That's why I did hospitality. I love to be around them. I originally did SMAD but I could not see myself being a broadcaster because that's what I thought I wanted to do. And then I was like, eh, maybe not. Now I'll just switch. I love, they were like, what do you love to do? I was like, I just love people. I just want to help them. And they're like, go to hospitality. <laughs> and um, those professors, I still talk to them. I have a relationship with them, just like my high school teachers. This goes back to community. I still speak with them, get emails, um, phone calls, stuff like that. And it's really cool that they influenced me all those years ago and they're still following me. And now I have those relationships with my college professors. But um, since I love people, I just want to make their lives easier and help them any way I can. And I think being on the stage that I was on and having that success, I'm able to um, be a big influence, especially in the younger softball generation and the younger athletes life. I'm able to talk about my story I was a three-sport athlete. Um, I went my freshman year and I played about half half the time, what I had to do to get on the field full-time, um, what that looked like, the experience, what college life was like besides just playing softball, because a lot of people don't see what we do behind the scenes. And I'm able to help the younger generation, maybe point them in the, in the direction or keep their flame that might be dimming for the sport to help that grow. So I think just by talking, I'm able to do that and giving back. I started a 10U team. I've, I think the girls have touched me more than I've touched them. 10-year-olds really teach you a lot about yourself. And they say some funny things. I love it. I never know what I'm going to get at practice, but they work hard. And they just remind you about the little things in life, like just to have fun all the time. It's just a game that they're out there. They love it. They love seeing their friends. 
you can tell that they don't talk much at school because practice at the beginning, they are ready to just see each other, fill each other in. And that's what it's about, just seeing them love something and share that love with them. It doesn't matter that I'm, gosh, like 14 years older than them. <laughs> we have the same love for the sport. So it would be selfish for me to just sit at home and not give back to them. I also like to donate my time by speaking. I went to a lot. I keep saying speaking, but I went to a lot of um, travel teams, talked with them. And then when my mom hosts events or even some at JMU, I try to go to them, give back. And even with Old Dominion, they give back to the community. They my, that's where I work, Old Dominion Realty. They support young athletes. This year, I was able to go. This is something new that I did to get involved in the community because I'm trying to learn more things other than just sports. I went to the fair and bid on a lamb just so I could help because it was so awesome to be in that 4-H community and see to see how proud the um, community is of the kids and of their animal. And it was many generations like that did it. It wasn't just, oh, my son just started showing lambs or my daughter just started doing goats. Like their parents did it and their grandparents did it. And it was something they believed in. And it was really cool to just go out there and get out of my comfort zone and get back that way too. I'm glad that you mentioned that experience of bidding on a lamb because um, it is easy to, I don't know, engage ourselves in, in the things that we're already good at. Like it would be so easy for you to just focus on sports um, mm -hmm. and engaging in the community in that way. But it's, I think a really powerful thing when we can stretch ourselves and say, you know what, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to try it kind of like what your parents taught you. <laughs> I'm going to give it a go and I won't quit and it might not be for me, but I'll try it and, and see how it goes. Yeah. I had no clue what I was doing, but, um, I was able to get out there and talk and ask a lot of questions. Um, how do I do this? What do any of these numbers mean? Um, but I was out there to talk. And then a lot of those people had watched, um, the world series. So that was cool. We were talking about that talking about the fair, talking about kids, going back to school. So it was just a really great experience. And I'm so happy I went out there. I was really nervous at first, um, but I was so excited and I'm happy and I'm ready to go back next year. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Um, so the big question that I'm sure you've been asked a million times since graduating, because I remember being asked it a million times when graduating, what comes next for you? Um, so I'm getting married November 6th. It's actually on Keith's birthday. So happy birthday to him. <laughs> um, we are, we're getting married and then we plan to stay around here and I do property management now and re sell real estate and my company, they're, they're like my family. They, I've been working there for over a year. So um, they were super flexible and supportive with me going back to school. And like I said, they literally shut the office down early so they could all watch the game together. And I, I was getting emails from them. I was seeing pictures when I came back. Uh, my office had big posters that they had made and they had like a little barbecue thing just to hang out. It was super awesome. So I'm going to stay with my family, my work family over there. Um, grow with them, keep learning from them, because if it wasn't for one of them, 
I wouldn't have went to the fair to step out of my comfort zone. Um, so I get to keep learning from my mentors and hopefully keep my little travel team and just hang out here, probably get involved. My mom's super involved and I love seeing her happy um, doing what she does. So I'm sure I'll be out there helping her. But yeah, just getting married, staying around here, just, I don't know, working, I guess. A good game plan. Congratulations on your upcoming wedding. That's exciting. Thanks. Yeah, we're super excited. We've um, been together for almost five and a half years. He he was the one like holding the big fat head on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. There you go. See, that that support (laughs) extends closely and beyond. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, All right, Kate. So last question, the one that we ask all of our guests, what does the process of awareness to action mean to you? So I think that it means raising awareness and um, talking about the support obviously like we've been doing (laughs) that you've been given through the years to promote the continued support um, for youth in our community. The youth in the community, they can benefit from support through a variety of areas, which is family. We've covered church, school, rec leagues, um, youth groups, 4-H, FSA. Like there's so much and there's, there's a community for everybody. Like I, that's what I want people to know. And that's what, where the awareness gets raised for the different groups that they belong and they're not alone. So being able to raise the awareness of the other groups um, gives somebody their sense of community. And I've been listening to podcasts since um, graduating and it's actually Sadie Robertson's podcast, but I just feel like that's a part of a community because we're so, we're so close in age. So just listening to that, I feel like we go through life kind of together and her experiences and that's super cool. So that's another way um, people listen to this podcast. <laughs> they'll get to learn about some new things and they'll feel like that. But I think it's important for the adults leading those programs to know that the impact that they have on the youth um, and that their work is noticed and that people appreciate their work, their families appreciate it. And the kids that they've worked with, they appreciate it. Cause I know I appreciate the coaches I've had, the mentors I've had, um, everyone in the school systems that I've worked with um, from cafeteria workers all the way up to principals you have it doesn't matter everybody impacts you and um it's really cool to say thanks to them years later down the road I've I've learned to just thanking them and telling them they had an impact on you it means a lot to them as well it makes total sense to me that your answer to that question would have gratitude woven through it because it's just it's so clear from talking with you, Kate, that you are so appreciative of the people and organizations um, and institutions that have formed you. And I think that's just really, really cool. So thank you for sharing that with me and with all of our listeners and for joining us on the show. Of course. Thanks for having me. Um, Sorry, some of those are long-winded to everyone listening. Um, I like to just ramble on and talk, but hopefully... I got to the point for y'all. No, we, we love a long answer here at Awareness to Action. <laughs> well, thanks, Kate. Thanks for listening. 
And thank you again to Kate for being so excited to join us on the show, even with so much going on right now. Make sure you subscribe to Awareness to Action to hear more of the great conversations we have on deck for this season.